Welcome to Heels Handbags and Hustle. This is your host, Rachel Earp, and I'm so delighted you found my show. My podcast is dedicated to encouraging women in the workplace to become confident, secure, and inspired in their work and femininity. In my podcast, I candidly share my journey as a mom of two boys, one with Down syndrome, the struggles of parenting and balancing my career with mom life. And now, stay tuned for my latest episode. Be blessed, my friends. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome to another episode. I am so happy that you had a moment or a few moments to join me for this special um, time today. I thought I would start off um, this episode with just sharing a little bit about the purpose and heart of my podcast. A lot of times I kind of miss highlighting that. And for those of you maybe who have who are brand new to this show or you've listened in the past, truly the purpose and heart of everything that I have done with Heels, Handbags, and Hustle has been to inspire and encourage other women out there who to just be authentic in who they are. I feel that authenticity is a lost art. And I think the reason why it's so difficult these days is just simply because as women in general, we see all of these other people that we either follow on social media, influencers, um, you know, where maybe at networking events or networking groups, um, on TV, or just friends, business colleagues, whatever it looks like, we so easily default into the comparison thing where we think, oh, that girl has so many more followers than I do. What am I doing wrong? I need to be doing what she's doing. So then all of a sudden we just start to emulate that person. And the problem with that is we're not being true to ourselves. We're putting an unnecessary amount of stress on trying to, you know, do what they're doing or look like they're look like they look like use the people or resources or products that they use. And the the thing that typically happens is you're running with this rat race where you're trying to constantly keep up. And one of these days you just come to a halt and you realize I'm spinning my wheels. I'm trying so hard and I'm still not as popular as that person. Or maybe I don't have all the awards or all the followers or all these people flocking around me like so-and-so does. And I wanted to start this episode out by saying all of this because I completely understand how that feels. And it is a trap. It's a trap that we get sucked into, that we fall into, whatever you want to say with that. And it's hard to get out of that trap sometimes. And I really struggled for the longest time, always measuring my self-worth with the worth of everyone else that I thought was their worth around me. And the value of that never made me feel good about myself. And I wanted this podcast to be different. And that's one of the reasons I created this this whole platform, so to speak, for women to not be in front, not physically, like literally all we're hearing is their voice and where they can just come and share their stories, their expertise, their inspiration, 
and encourage other women to be themselves, to bring out their best abilities and their best strengths. And all of that is together such a reminder that we are all uniquely beautiful in our own ways. We don't have to be like other people. I, I really want you to just release that right now. Take a look at yourself, whether you have to look at yourself in the mirror or take a look inwardly at your heart and just take a deep breath and stop competing because that's not what life is about. It's not, it shouldn't be a competition. We should all be able to shine. I mean, you look at the stars in the sky, every single star shines beautifully and bright. There is no reason for us to try to steal the spotlight or, you know, um, you know, make other people feel like they're inferior, talk about people behind their backs, or measure our self-worth by how many followers we have on social media or people that want to take pictures with us. It all It's all superficial, and it's not... Those aren't the real relationships that last. For many years of my life, I longed so much for a friend, just one friend who would love me and accept me the way that I was, that I didn't have to try to put on, you know, somebody that I was not. I didn't have to like what they liked or did what they did, looked like they looked like, that I could just completely be me. And if I fell, you know, if I made mistakes or I messed up, that that person will love me through that and not judge me, not push me away or shun me, but just be there for me. And there for the longest time, I started to think that that wasn't even possible. I kind of gave up hope that there would be, you know, other people out there who would just do that. And then God opened the floodgates and he has placed some amazingly beautiful people in my life who have just encouraged me and applauded me and gave me space to grow and blossom and, and didn't make me feel like doing all of that was a detriment to them, where I didn't feel like I had to hide my gifts and abilities but that they could be celebrated and that I felt comfortable celebrating all of their gifts and abilities as well, not feeling worried that, oh, you know, they're, they're going to think that I think I'm better than them. And, you know, all the drama that comes along with superficial relationships these days. And I'm so thankful for that because I don't believe that God put us on this earth to just be a one-man show or an island, so to speak. We need each other. We need people. We need good, solid people in our life that is in our corner, that is not a fair-weather friend, that is just going to be, you know, oh, I'm friends with you as long as you do what I want or you're, you know, do everything that I want you to do. Those relationships are so draining and stressful. And with all that being said, I'm so excited to introduce you my guest today partially because this very precious lady is one of those friends who has just been such an encouragement in my life such an inspiration she's so uniquely herself and I love that she is 
is just doing her thing, living her life, and she never comes across like there has to be a competition ever. She is just genuinely so sweet. She is a realtor, husband-wife team with her husband, a mom of three boys. Oh, can you imagine? (laughs) I have two boys, and at the end of the day, I'm just like, I am so outnumbered in this house, so I can only imagine how she feels. But her name is Gina Bertadato, and I vicariously met Gina through um, church, actually, Uh, Our husbands met first at a golf course, and I got a text from my husband saying, you need to meet this lady. We need to all hang out. I want you to text her. Here's her phone number. I asked her husband, like, we all need to be friends. And I'm getting this text message, and I'm like, um, okay, this is really awkward, but okay, sure. I'll send her a message and be like, Hey, you don't know me, but our husbands know each other. And, um, it's hilarious how all of that worked out, but our families have been great friends for many years now, and they are just such a beautiful couple. Um, they work super hard here in Southwest Florida, just absolutely killing it with what they're doing. And, If you meet them, you don't ever forget them because they are just phenomenal. So I've been begging, not begging, but I have been really, really wanting Gina to come on my show for the longest time. And finally, all the stars aligned and we were able to do this episode and we had so much fun. We had coffee before, um, just kind of warmed up and just did our thing. We, we love to travel together and just hang out and uh, we love just food in general. We're big foodies. So there was a little of that before we did our, you know, our little recording as well. Um, But yeah, you need people in life that you can have fun with. And she's definitely one of those people. So without further ado, um, I think you're going to enjoy our conversation because it was just so authentic. Um, It was literally just us across the table from each other, just talking and really connecting and relating the things of life with motherhood, balancing careers. Um, if you had listened to an episode that I did in the past with my husband, um, we did an episode all about working with your spouse and it was phenomenal. Um, I can link that in the show notes. If you haven't gotten to listen to it yet, I definitely encourage you to do so. But Gina also works with her spouse. So we were able to touch on that topic as well. And it was just super fun. So I'm not going to hold us up any longer. Let's get right into it. Let me welcome all of you guys, my friend Gina Bertadato. All right, friends, I'm so excited to welcome my guest and dear, one, literally one of my dearest friends, Gina Bertadato, which I find her last name so fascinating because the first time that I met her, I had no idea how to pronounce her last name, um, but I got it right. So I am not going to waste any more time. I am going to let her introduce herself because if I do that, I will just keep on talking forever because <laughs> I absolutely adore this lady. But thank you so much for being a guest on my show, Gina. Thank you so much, Rachel. I'm so excited to be here. Um, A little bit about me. I'm in real estate with my husband. We're on a husband and wife team. Um, I'm a mom of three kids. Um, I love 
planning date nights to get away from my lovely three children. Um, uh, I've been here for about 25 years, originally from New York. Um, I absolutely love living here in Florida. And I love that you still have your accent. <laughs> Very little. It comes and it goes. Comes, it comes out when you say certain words like co- coffee. <laughs> coffee. I do, I, I do love coffee. You are a husband and wife team, um, and three three boys. Like, what is? How do you balance like that? Three kids, and you know, working, and you guys obviously create your own schedules and all that to an extent. But tell me, like, what is a life a day in the life of Gina Bertadato look like? <laughs> it's crazy. Um, not every day is looks the same. Um, usually, our our life is waking up super early. Um, I like to go to the gym in the morning to just clear my head and start my day. So what time do you go in the morning? Uh, anywhere from 5.30 in the morning to around like maybe 6. Wow, that's <laughs> so, early. Yeah. It is to you. I wish I could drag myself up that early and work out. Well, I'll, I'll wake you up. Uh-oh, <laughs> maybe you I should have said that. Now it's on recording. <laughs> um, um, no, but that it's just it's important. getting home and making sure the kids are awake and fed and ready to go to school. Um, After they're off to school, um, Hank and I um, will usually sit down together. We'll go over our day-to-day of what needs to be done. Um, Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Hank, Hank, of course, everybody seems to know him. He's more of the face of our business, and I'm more of the... um, The beauty. (laughs) (laughs) I had to say that organizer and like yeah. <laughs> keeping everything keep like the behind the scenes the behind the scenes yes. I think is is definitely appropriate <laughs> so with all of that um I think I think especially like when you do work with your spouse like having protecting that time on your calendar where you're, you're able to spend time together not working because I think especially when you're meshing raising children and working together, um, that can be a hard dynamic. So do you want to share a little bit about your perspective and what that looks like for you guys? Um, well, as far as us working together, um, we used to butt heads early on of working together. Um, and it took us a while to actually just figure out what our strength and weaknesses were, Mm. um, and just go off of that. So, for instance, I do really well with all of the paperwork, all of the contracts and um, the just the paperwork side of the business of real estate. Um, Hank is really good with coaching agents or taking buyers out, listing appoint- like doing the listing appointments. Um, my strength is going to these appointments and just having conversations with our, our clients. I have a good connection with a, a lot of our, our clients, our buyers, our sellers. Um, but he is more of the hands-on, the knowledgeable um, mm-hmm. real estate agent. And I'm more of the go-with-the-flow <laughs> kind of person. And um, Aww, so you guys so compliment each other. We, we do. We compliment ourselves. Or compliment ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we compliment ourselves. No, we compliment each other. And um, we just see that that's just how our business um, actually just, it works. It works. Yeah. Yeah. 
So. And, um, you know, like you said, it early, like when you first get started, um, it, it is hard because you're not, I, I feel like the hard part of it is, is you're not in those moments, husband and wife, you're coworkers. So, and when you're doing that, it's so easy for, um, you know, like our own way of doing things or our own perspectives to kind of clash. Whereas when you're a husband and wife or you're parenting, you really try to work together like, okay, well, you know, you look at it this way. Let's let's try this kind of a compromise. And I think sometimes it's hard to find that compromise when you're working together because you do have different talents, like your personalities are completely different and that's okay. And I think um, one of the struggles that I had was feeling in the beginning that I needed to make my personality match Dale's because I felt like, oh, like he's, you know, doing this and this and this because Dale is very much like Hank, very outgoing, very much, um, you know, loves to talk to people, can pretty much talk to anybody where I'm more of like the behind the scenes also. I've always kind of considered myself and I'm okay with that now. But at the beginning I was like, oh, I need to be more outgoing or I need to start doing this, this and this. And then I found that I hated doing all of that <laughs> and I wasn't as good at it as I thought I should be. And I never felt that pressure from Dale. It was just my own internal battles. Um, but learning what we are good at and focusing on building that up, I think is where we're best able to shine and do so much better as a husband and wife team than trying to be somebody that you're not. Yeah. So I think that's very important as well. I, I have definitely struggled um, with that where, okay, seeing he's so good at this, well, ha- let me get to that level. How do I get to that level? And so, yeah, I've, I've definitely struggled with that. And mm-hmm. it's been hard to change um, my thought process or my my mental state in a sense to not um, think like that. It's just that. yeah, just to be myself and yeah, and not try to be something else that I'm not. And in the same token, I think um, when you're comparing like industries, also um, like in your industry. Actually, our industries are kind of similar to an extent because um, it involves obviously being in front of people. It's very fast paced, Um, you know, and when you're looking at other like husband wife teams or even just if you focus on even other women in our industries, it's so easy to fall into that comparison thing where we feel like, um, you know, we we need to be doing all of the same things other people are doing. And that can be a trap also because it, it's so stressful when you feel like you have to constantly, I don't want to use the word compete because that's not necessarily correct, but it almost becomes where you feel like you're under this pressure to keep up. Um, and that for me was hard as well because I once again was falling into that, well, where do I fit in? Like I, I can't do some of the thing, same things that other women out there in my industry are doing but what I can do might be different than what they do so now that we've kind of talked about um you know working with your spouse and all of the crazy things that go along with that let's let's move a little bit into raising 
well, we, we all are raising boys that if for those of you are listening, Gina has three boys. I have two. And in this day and age, that is like, I feel like scarier than ever because we're trying so hard to be vigilant and raise our children in a society where anything goes, um, the lines between right and wrong are so blurred and, you know, raising little gentlemen, so to speak, is not for the faint of heart. So when you're, when you're working and doing all of that, how do you create that time for your children so that, you know, work doesn't interfere with, you know, having dinners together where you're talking about work all the time or when you're in the car and it's, you know, talking about work and all of that, but you're actually having intentional conversations with your kids. What are some strategies that you can give other women who maybe have a hard time with that? Um, well, I am one that I actually, I try to shut off of work. I know being in like being an entrepreneur, it's kind of hard to shut off. Um, however, I am one that when I pick up the kids, work can wait. Um, Mm -hmm. I, so I am talking to the boys, asking about their days, asking like how, cause for the longest time as you ask them how their day is, they tell you the color that they got. Um, yes, but I'm, yeah. I've been working on going more in depth with them. Okay. Well, what did you learn? How, how did you feel about this when that happened? And, um, kind mm-hmm. of, kind of just learning more about them and, <clears throat> and have like teaching them how to, um, talk about their emotions and their a feeling or their mm-hmm. feelings throughout the day. Um, I have my boys that they love to help cook in the kitchen. Oh, um, that's fun. So uh, growing up, it was my mom was always, you know, you can't be in her kitchen. If you are in her kitchen, you could just get the pot that she's going to be using or you could throw okay. this in the garbage. Yeah. So I noticed for a while I was a lot like that. But instead, um, I have boys that want to learn mm-hmm. and to help them in the future for them hopefully to cook dinner for their future wives and children <laughs> I will teach them I love how that. to cook um, I love that. so we we so cook messes together and all. messes and all um, <laughs> also teaching them to clean yeah there you go there <laughs> so, you go so um, hopefully that will help in the future that. as well um, yeah. but yeah it's just I try to separate from work there are times that I do have to write up contracts or I do have to do something right. where I do, do put it on a pause um we try not to do technology throughout the week um, for the boys. Right. If there's something where Hank and I can't break away from for work, we will allow like movie time, movie mm-hmm. night, or you know, you could have thirty minutes on your your tablet, um, but it's right. on ABC Mouse or on some other educational thing. That's um, good. So we we try different things. Um, you know, with for me, I lost my mom and dad at a a younger age well they were young when they passed away Mm -hmm. um so it's more of I've had a switch where I want to make sure that I have time valuable time with my children and you know where instead of always focusing on work let's what can we do what can we build together what Mm -hmm. can we um spontaneously go and do a Dave and Buster's night or something so it's so fun yeah and for those of you who are listening um I definitely encourage you to follow Gina. Um, What I love about the content that she posts is she will definitely share like 
um, like photos of her little date nights. And I love that you take each kid on their own special date night. Like, I think that's so cute with your sons so that they feel like, you know, they're doing what they really enjoy instead of it being like, oh, like I'm going to take all of them, <laughs> you know, we're just going to do this one activity and try to cope through it. Um, yeah, but that, that's been new. That's been that's, new to us with this, um, the separate dates and, mm-hmm. um, Hank's planning on taking them on like quote unquote date nights as well. Um, where we could just bond with each child yeah. separately. Um, yeah. I've noticed that when one child's acting out a little bit more, it usually means that like they are not getting the attention that they need. Right. So it's okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let's let's break away from that. Let's mm-hmm. do a date night. Let's make that night to be just about you and I. And like, oh, that's yeah, so it's, sweet. It's fun and it's yeah. nice. And I know I know you've been doing um, yeah. little dates as well. I have. So. And actually, <laughs> you inspired me a lot with that um, oh. because I I. I that's not something that I grew up, um, really. My parents didn't really do stuff like that. Like my mom and I would, especially when I got older, like we'd go shopping or, you know, whatever. But I can only remember, um, like, well, my dad worked a lot too. My mom was a stay at home mom, so it was easier for her. Um, but I look back now and I was talking to Dale about this the other day, like even with my grandparents, like, I, we were, we went to Tampa over the weekend and I saw this, um, I don't know, this, this lady, she was probably about, she was probably younger than me. I'm getting, I feel so old. She was probably in her twenties, <laughs> but I know, I know, <laughs> I know, oops, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> we just dated ourselves, but she was sitting there having a conversation with, you could tell it was her grandpa. And, um, it was so cute because she was just talking all about like I don't even know what but she was just going into this lively conversation he was responding back they were having breakfast together and I thought about how much I would love literally I I picture this in my mind like how much I would love to go back and just sit and like take my dad out to coffee or my grandpa and just have gone somewhere with him and just made that memory or took a selfie with him like back when I was younger you didn't really take selfies (laughs) but I, you know, I, I like look through it. I'm like, do I have, you know, I don't really have a lot of pictures like that. It was mostly, you know, when we went on a vacation, which for us, it was once a year we could go on vacation. Um, and my husband and I are super blessed that we can travel and go on many vacations throughout the year and take our children places. And, you know, I love on like, just their, like whatever they're doing, I'll take a selfie with them. And I love that I'm going to have those memories with them, but like you said, being more like with each child, they have different needs and they have different, they want to have that alone time or that bonding time with your, their parent as well, because it's a special relationship that like a son has with their mom or a daughter has with daddy and vice versa. You know, I think it's important that sometimes, you know, Dale gets away with the boys and they just have daddy because mommy needs a break too. (laughs) You know? you know, they need to be, just do some guy stuff, you know, that I wouldn't want to do. Yes. Um, but I, I have been trying harder to do that. And I've loved, I, I noticed the first time I did that with little Dale, we went to Starbucks and I am normally that mom that's like worrying about everything they're eating and drinking. And I thought, I don't care. I'm going to get him a cake pop and it's going to be so bad for him. <laughs> and then I got him, it wasn't a coffee drink, but it was a, like one of those frappuccinos, like a vanilla or strawberry one. 
So he gets this. He's sitting there having the, a ball. And we're sitting there in the car together, and he gets out his phone, and he's like, Mommy, I want to take a picture so we can always remember this day. So he gets his phone out. He turns it on selfie mode, and he's 10. And he takes, like, this selfie of us with our Starbucks. And that, like, I felt like time stood still at that moment, and I realized, like, this really means a lot to him. Like, it meant a lot to me, but to see that it meant so much to him just made my day. So, um, yeah, you inspired me to do that a lot. So I think that's, you know, that's wonderful that, you know, making that a priority and fitting that in whenever you can is definitely important. Oh, yeah. And putting it on your calendar. So this way, um, we've talked about that too, booking in the future, like future dates. Mm -hmm. What, like what night will work. Yeah. So this way it's when the day comes, it's, it's in the calendar. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to cancel it. Like, we're, yeah. we're going on it, so. Yeah. And it's funny because um, there's a Jurassic World movie coming out, I guess, in June. Oh. So my older son has been, of course, he keeps tabs on all the movies coming out that pertains to dinosaurs. And we we were out somewhere, and he's like, I want to go see this movie with Daddy because I'm not, like, a fan of scary. <laughs> like, to me, that's a scary movie. I know that's ridiculous. <laughs> So I told him, I'm like, well, let's put it on the calendar then. So he's like, well, can I put it on my calendar too? I'm like, sure. So we t- I showed him how to, he's got a little iPhone, so I showed him how to, to put that in his calendar and invite daddy. And um, so my husband gets the invite and he just melted because he saw it um, movie night with daddy. And he's like, literally, it's June. Of course, when they were planning this, it was actually April, which I thought that's so sad. It's so far away. (laughs) Now we're getting closer as we're recording this. It's almost May. Um, But yeah, I think it's it's important to raise our children to be mindful of that, too, because honestly, those they observe what we do. So we're, we're not only creating that time, but we're setting examples for them too, which is very important. Yes. So Gina, um, having said all of the things that we've talked about with, you know, the kids and, you know, working and all of the things that we balance on a day-to-day basis, what is something else that you could encourage other women that maybe a struggle that you've had that you've had to really work hard to overcome? And it could be related to all of that or it could just be something totally different. But just share your heart for a minute um, about some things that maybe you could kind of give us some insight on. Um, well, something that I personally struggle with um, that I have to just continue to put work into is um, I could be... Um, negative I can complain about things where it's I my mindset is where it's I don't want to wake up this morning like I didn't get enough sleep I don't want to go work out Mm. oh I don't want to eat healthy Um, I happen to be a diabetic not many people know that because of the way that I eat or I used to eat like it just didn't look like I ever had a disease yeah I would Um, never know like yeah because you look so fabulous all the time So Not to say that, oh my gosh, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> so, so <laughs> but anyways, it's yeah. the mindset of, instead of seeing it as, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that, it's changing it to where, you know what, I am waking up early to work out, and I am, you know, watching what I'm eating, and eating, um, if I eat the processed foods or something that's negative or not great for you, but it's in moderation, mm-hmm. um, I've noticed changing that, it it 
works wonders. Um, but with my negative outlook, um, I would say it out, like I would talk about it outwardly. So I would constantly say to Hank and still every so often I'll say like, I don't want to wake up tomorrow morning at five o'clock in the morning. Like I want to just be able to sleep in. I want to be able to just eat whatever. Like I want to be able to just like, you know, take a break, um, from everything. Like our children hear this. So I've noticed where, um, you know, our middle son in particular has picked up the negative mindset and the negative behaviors. Um, and so seeing it where like, he's displaying like what I've been doing, like he's just, it's a mirrored image. Um, it's noticed where I need to really put more conscious effort into how I'm thinking, how I'm speaking. Um, you know, every day is a battle, um, Mm -hmm. with like the mind of like how, you know, how to stay positive. Um, so I guess just something I could share is just making a conscious effort to be positive every day, to Mm. watch everything that you say in front of like your children, even if you don't think like it's affecting them, like at the end of the day it is. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think when we start to see, I know for me, one of my, (laughs) I'll be honest, one of my struggles is I have like road, I don't know if you want to call it road rage. (laughs) But I'll be, I I guess, so super frustrated with being in the car around all these drivers because I feel like in Florida we have people from all these different states and I wish they would go back. (laughs) No offense, anyone. (laughs) That sounds so bad. But um, I noticed that I'll, like, I'll literally be saying out loud, oh, my gosh, go. Or, like, you know, you could go a little faster. (laughs) Like, I don't have all day. I really want to get. So I'm literally having a conversation with nobody except little Dale is in the car and this one time I was on my way to church which just just sounds really bad (laughs) on my way to church and I actually didn't say anything but I was inwardly I was frustrated but I was just kind of in that space of panic because I was running late so part of it was my fault too (laughs) if I weren't running late I wouldn't really have an issue if somebody was driving taking forever to get you know green to red but my son he's in the car and he's like those drivers, mommy, they're so stupid. And I was like, oh, (laughs) we have a problem because I know he heard me say that at least a hundred times. Now he's at 10 years old, thinks people are stupid. (laughs) That's not good. Um, And it was like a reality check for me because like you said, our, our thoughts and our, um, the things that we say out loud are anything that is negative does rub off on our children mm-hmm. a lot more than we realize because they're little sponges. Yeah. And if we could put forth an effort to be more positive and to influence them in a way that is good so they're not growing up already at such a young age having these preconceived ideas that all of these things are the way that they are don't necessarily mean that that has to be that way for them. Because a lot of things, you know, we can't control the things that happen. But as the saying goes, we can control how we react to things. Yeah. So that's really good. I think that's hard, though. That's very hard to do. So this has been such a fun episode, um, especially being able to do this with one of my closest friends. Um, I feel like it's so easy to, uh, especially when you know somebody, to just automatically assume the certain things just come so easy. And you make a lot of things look so easy. You probably don't realize that. I know you're really hard on yourself, but 
to kind of wrap this whole thing up and put a bow on it, <laughs> um, tell our listeners what fills your cup, Gina. Um, so things that I like to do, um, you know, I, I take my dogs for a walk um, several times a day. Like they enjoy it, but however I enjoy it as well, it's just um, time to just relax and, you know, look at scenery and just be alone. Um, I also like to find time throughout the day. It's usually when I'm in pickup car line or whatever, car line pickup. Which seems to last forever. Like I'll read a book and the books that I usually read are nonfiction, um, entrepreneurial. Entrepreneur. I know that word. That word can be so hard to say oh sometimes. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> An entrepreneur so, um, type book um, yeah. and just... I totally screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> so or I like to, um, when I'm in car line to pick up the kids, I'll, I'll read um, for like 30 minutes or an hour or however long I'm in that line for. It seems like forever. <laughs> it does seem like forever. It's <laughs> um, a good time to do that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I read um, definitely nonfiction books where like the one that I'm currently reading is The Seven Habits of Effective People. Um, that one has been mm. really um, effective in a sense. <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoy reading it and learning from it. Um, so really filling my cup is just mm. little things like that. Um, it's usually spending alone time or even if it's just just in the peace and quiet, which I don't normally get. Right. It's not a lot when you <laughs> so. have three kids, especially boys. They're so yeah. loud and oh. so much energy. Um, but I think it's important to to take, even if it's just a few minutes, Sometimes, sometimes it feels like, okay, I, I might even be able to just do five minutes a day because the day just gets away from you. But, um, you know, with, with, mo with motherhood especially, it's easy to kind of put that on the back burner. And, you know, then we get frazzled, we get stressed. For me, that's when I start screaming at my children, <laughs> you know, like all the okay. things that we don't want to do as mothers. Um, and I, or, or worrying that everything has to be done. Um, I think it goes back to looking at time differently and how we're spending time. Like for you, like if you're going to be in the car line and you know you have to do that, bring a book that will help you um, keep your mind focused on what you need to do or how to grow and be better. And, you know, instead of just using that time maybe to mindlessly scroll through Facebook, you know, <laughs> like I tend to do sometimes, you know, you just that's like your escape. But when you do things like that, it's so easy for other other things that you either see or, um, you know, maybe it's a, it is a lot of negativity gets filled into that cup. And I think it's important to be mindful of what we're putting in our cup, so to speak. Kind of like our coffee. <laughs> 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 yeah. We're very particular about what we put in our coffee cup. <laughs> I always revert back to that because we both love it so much. But... This has been so much fun, and I know um, just you sharing your story and your insight has been, I'm sure, such a blessing to our listeners. So I want to thank you for taking this time out of your day. We were able to have a little brunch and coffee before we recorded this. We always love to catch up. Um, but what are the best ways for people to connect with you? So for those who are listening, we're like, oh my gosh, I want to follow Gina. What would you tell them to do? Um. Well, I could 
I'm on Facebook, um, just my Gina Bertadotto. I'm on Instagram, which is uh, Gina underscore Bertadotto. Um, you could also use our business page, which is your Florida Realtor. Um, and that's always so much fun to follow, too, because yes. I love that you guys include your kiddos in that. Like, you've even taken your kids to some of your, um, like, when you show homes and stuff, right? Yes. It's like so oh, fun. Yeah. That's our, our, Teaching them to be little entrepreneurs, right? <laughs> yes, exactly Aww, right. So um, I don't know if any of them will go into it. You know, I got Henry that wants to be an architect. And wow. Jace, who's going to be a professional football player, and Vinny, we're not sure what he's going to be yet. (laughs) And you never know with kids. No. But that's okay. Either well, thank, way, it's thank good. you so much for having me on your podcast. Oh, this, this, this has been, been a lot of fun. so I know it has been fun, and it's been a long time in the making. So I'm finally, I'm glad we were finally able to do this um, episode together. So thank you so much, my friend. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, friends, I hope you enjoyed this amazingly fun episode that we did together. Um, I'm sure it has left you smiling from ear to ear like it has me. I encourage you to follow Gina on social media. Follow her and her husband. They are such an amazing team and such a such a great couple, great role models for the community. Um, very involved and they even have their little their cute little boys sometimes with them when they're out showing properties and they're just such a great family and I think um, you know we need that authentic um, those authentic role models in our world today so I want to thank you for taking the time out to listen and I always say this at the end of the episodes but if this podcast has meant something to you Would you please just take a moment to rate or review it on whatever platform that you're listening on? Um, You can actually give it give it some stars if you would. Um, But if you could take a moment to just just write something out, it helps me continue keeping episodes like this coming your way. And it helps me be able to grow and make my dream a reality. And all of you, I have to thank for it. Share it with a friend. You can also share it on social media as well or tag somebody that maybe would would just be encouraged and filled up by the episode that we had today. I want to encourage you to share it as well because that is how we spread the word. That's how we inspire multitudes is by sharing. So thank you all. I can't wait to be with you again soon. I have another phenomenal guest speaker lined up for you guys in two weeks. So stay tuned, my friends. And until then, be blessed.